Welcome to Radical Entrepreneurship, a podcast all about how to build a resilient business through change. I'm your host, Natalia Amador, business coach helping entrepreneurs overcome cultural and societal barriers by teaching them how to build a profitable business. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone. Let's go ahead and dive into today's topic. We're going to be talking about paying yourself and how to pay yourself as an entrepreneur. The reason why I want to talk about this is I don't see anyone talking about this in the online space. We see people talk about making six figures and how much money they're making and how much their launch generated. However, it is so important to think about what you're actually paying yourself at the end of the day. One of the popular things was entrepreneurs sharing their income reports. They would share how they're having 100K months and stuff like that. However, I actually took the time and like downloaded some of those income reports and looked at them and I discovered that some of these entrepreneurs, even though they were making a lot of money in their business, they were hardly paying themselves any of it because they were spending most of it in order to generate that much money, right? So what does it matter if you make $100,000 a month if you're spending $90,000 and you're only left with a $10,000 profit, right? And we can even look at it in smaller terms. So let's say your business makes $10,000 a month, but you're spending eight to 9,000 of it in order to generate the 10K, then you're only making $1,000. So what does it matter? Like you're better off having a business that makes three to $4,000 if you're paying yourself the majority of it, right? That's kind of the point that I want to make today and just really help you see my perspective and the way that I approach profit and paying yourself and being an entrepreneur. If you're not actually making a profit, if you're not actually paying yourself the majority of what your business makes, then you're going to have a hard time building something sustainable and scalable. And you're going to have a hard time really building that lifestyle that you desire. And probably the reason why you started a business in the first place if you don't actually know how to make a profit and how to pay yourself, right? So how do you pay yourself as an entrepreneur? How do you make money? The very first thing that I want to say is that I always, always, always recommend paying yourself from the start. This means that when you start selling anything in your business, I want you to already pay yourself. Okay. And even if you've already started a business, if you're in the place where you've had a business, but you have not been paying yourself, which happens a lot. I've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs who have done this. I did this for a long time. I ran a business for two years where I never paid myself a dime. And that is a big mistake that a lot of us can get stuck doing, right? So in order to avoid that, and in order for you to avoid never paying yourself or ever not paying yourself, I want you to pay yourself from the start, even if it's a little bit of money, even if it's like, you know, I made a hundred dollar sale this month, I'm going to pay myself $50, you know, whatever it is, even if it's a small amount, because energetically that's going to put you in a different place, right? If you spend two years running a business like I did and not paying yourself a dime, guess what that leads to? It leads to burnout. 
because you're not seeing the fruit, you're not seeing the profit, you're not seeing the result of you being an entrepreneur, of you building a business. And so you want to start to see that because energetically it's going to shift things. You're going to start seeing, wow, I can actually make money from this and I can actually pay myself from this. And then you are going to want to go ahead and keep growing your business and you're going to show up so much more differently when your business is actually paying you and you are making money versus if you feel like you're working for free. It's going to shift your energy, first of all. But second of all, it's going to position you where you actually can grow and continue to grow the way that you are paying yourself. I think it is really smart to reinvest money back into your business, to just invest money into your business. However, I also think that you need to be paying yourself. So figure out a way to invest in your business, but also be paying yourself. That is so, so, so important. The next thing I want to say is you want to include your salary within your fees. So this is where you start to really shift your mindset and really start to change the way that you're going to position yourself as an entrepreneur. So here's the thing is like most of us start as employees and we want to make the shift to entrepreneur, right? So when you're an employee, All you think about is like your paycheck and the money that you're going to make and you get to take that money and take it home and put it into your bank account. However, as an entrepreneur, you are now in charge of charging for a business and not just an employee, not just one person. So when you're charging for your services, your products, whatever it is that you sell, you have to make your salary a part of what you charge, not the total of what you charge. And that's the big mistake that I see a lot of entrepreneurs make is that they say, I want to make $60 an hour. So they charge $60 for the hour of their time. And then after expenses, after taxes, after all that stuff, they're left making maybe $30 an hour. You want to make sure that you actually stop to think and consider how much money do I want to make hourly, um, weekly, monthly, yearly. What does that number look like and how can I incorporate that into my fees and into what I am charging as a business owner? And I'm going to break this down a little bit more for you in just a bit. So then the next thing I want to say is to have a relationship with your money. I taught this at my workshop recently, and I think it is so important to stop and consider what is my relationship like with money right now? If you were to think about a healthy relationship, whether it's with a partner, a sibling, a parent, a cousin, a friend, whoever it is, when you think of a healthy relationship What are the traits and the qualities that come with that? Communication, being happy when you see each other, right? Having positive thoughts towards each other, enjoying the time that you spend together. Is that what your relationship with money is like? Or are you avoiding money? Are you avoiding looking at money because you're scared of what you're going to see? Do you hate looking at money? Energetically, are you afraid of money? We have to kind of stop and think like, what is my energy like? And what is my relationship like with money? Because when we don't see it in a positive way, when we don't spend time with it, when we don't take the time to actually be there and be present and say, okay, what's actually going on with my money and have a relationship with it, it's going to be really hard to grow it. So I want to encourage you to take the time to actually have a relationship with your money and to ask yourself, do I need to be setting weekly money dates? 
How can I shift my perspective around money? So one of the things that I do is every single Friday, I call that financial Friday and I spend time in the morning looking at my finances for the week, even if it's just looking at it, seeing what sales came in, seeing the progress I'm making, seeing where I'm at, what my expenses are, updating sales that came in, things like that. I just spend time with it. And this is something where you want to create a way for you to do this in a way where you enjoy it. You don't want to be like, oh my God, it's financial Friday. I hate this. It might start that way. Like to be honest, when I first started setting these money dates and doing like financial Friday, I hated it the first couple of times. It felt awkward and uncomfortable because I was one of those people that was like, I don't like to look at money and I don't want to deal with it and it's not my thing. And then I decided to shift that because I realized as the business owner, I have to take ownership over this, right? Like I have to be responsible for looking at the money. And I started to shift things so that I would actually enjoy what I was experiencing and what I was doing and what I was looking at and the type of relationship that I was going to have with my money. So I found ways to enjoy it and ways to appreciate the way that money and I work together and improve that relationship that I had with it. I personally do weekly money dates every Friday, Financial Friday. I look at my sales expenses, just see where the business is at. And then I also set monthly money dates where at the end of the month, I look at what came in and then I pay myself. So you can pay yourself bi-weekly, monthly, however you want to do it. I like to do it at the end of the month. And I'm going to actually break this down for you and show you how I do it in just a second. But having those weekly money dates, the awareness of just knowing where you are, what you need to be focusing on to get closer to your financial goals. And then at the end of the month, wrapping it up and actually paying yourself something from your business. And my goal isn't that you're just paying yourself something, but that you're paying yourself the majority of what your business makes. Let me actually walk you through the process of how I pay myself at the end of every month, okay? The first thing is income total, how much money came in this month. And then I subtract my expenses for the month. And for me personally, it is really, really important that I keep my expenses low. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. So minus expenses, minus taxes, which is usually anywhere between 50 to 30%. And then after that, we have our profit. And that's what I pay myself. So first you start by looking at your income total, right? How much money did you make this month in your business? And then you subtract expenses. So minus whatever the costs were associated with your business. So for me, it is really, really important that I keep my expenses as low as possible while also investing in the things that are going to fuel my growth. For me, expenses include paying team members that I have, paying my business coach, paying for software and tools that are going to help me automate and have systems in my business so that I can have more freedom and time. So those things are really important to me to have. So I have my investments, but I also keep my expenses as low as possible. And then we have taxes. That's anywhere between 50 to 30% that you want to be saving of the income total. So I would say talk to your accountant. They will tell you what they recommend that you save. Obviously, you can always save 30% to be on the safe side. And then anything you don't pay in taxes, you can pay to yourself at the end after paying taxes, whatever is left over. And then having three months of expenses. So for example, if I know on average my expenses are $1,200 a month or $2,000 a month, then I would want to have three months worth of that 
in savings, you don't have to like instantly have that. You can work up to it. So for example, if it's like $2,000 per month is like your average expenses, then start by saving $500 every month until you build up to $6,000 and have that as savings just in case. So then after that, we have our profit and this is what we pay ourselves. This is the reason why it is so important that we know how to charge in our business. Here's what I see a lot of entrepreneurs do. I want to make, let's say, $40 per hour, okay? They make the mistake of saying, I'm going to charge $40 per hour because that's what I want to make. But then it costs them $10 to do whatever service they're offering. And then taxes, let's do 20%. So let's say $8 in taxes and then starting to save towards monthly expenses. Let's say that's another $10. So then when you take the 40 and subtract your expenses, you're at $22. So you end up paying yourself $22. Let's say that's the profit which is fine, assuming that you're okay with making $22 an hour. If your goal was I need to make $40 an hour in order to survive and pay my expenses, then 22 isn't going to cut it, right? Or if you're starting lower, if you're starting at $15 an hour, $20 an hour, whatever that looks like, you have to consider what you're going to be left with. And what tends to happen is that you're usually left with about half of the amount of money that you charge. So if you charge $20 an hour right now, you're probably taking home about $10. And that's where you really want to rethink things, right? Because in that case, you're almost better off going and getting a minimum wage job. This is where we need to shift things and we need to make sure that we're actually going to be profitable. So if you want to make $40 an hour, you need to be charging $80 an hour, right? So this is how you can also kind of work backwards and see like, what do I need to be charging in order to cover all of this and still make a profit and have a salary as a business owner? So what is the percentage that we should pay ourselves? I don't really see it as a percentage. I see it as how high can I have that number be by keeping everything else lower. So again, with expenses, investments are really important. I really believe in investing in business coaching, in team members, in systems. Like those are pretty much what my expenses are. However, I always keep those lower than my income. When it comes to money, it is absolutely normal that when you first finally start looking at it, finally start interacting with it, you're going to feel uncomfortable. And it's totally normal that you're going to be like, oh, maybe I don't like what I'm seeing. And that's okay. That happened to me. That's the first step is the awareness of here's what's going on. I need to be aware of what's going on so that I can fix it, so that I can change it. So once you're aware, that's where you can start making the shifts and saying, okay, I'm not charging enough. How can I change this? What do I need to be charging in order to be profitable? Because when you're profitable, you can build something sustainable and you can help more people, right? Because if you're not making any money, then you're going to go out of business and then you're not going to help anybody. So we need to be profitable in order to ensure that we can keep our business, we can stay in business, and we can continue to grow and scale and help more people. Without the transaction, there's no transformation. When you have a profitable transaction, it's going to change your life and it's going to change the life of the people you are working with. And it needs to go both ways because if your transaction is only helping other people, but it's not helping you, that's not going to work. It's not going to be sustainable.
So that's what that looks like. Hope it's helpful. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. If you have questions, feel free to send me a DM. I hope you guys all have a beautiful day and I will talk to you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to have me coach you on your business, I have an incredible opportunity for you. My money-making challenge is 14 days of coaching to bring in more cash and clients in your business. The best part is that I'm going to be doing it through text messages. I will send you a text message every single day for the next 14 days, coaching you on exactly what to do to generate more revenue right now. The amazing part about this is that it's only $9.99. That's right, only $9.99 to have me coach you for the next two weeks. What do you have to lose? Absolutely nothing because this is going to make you more sales. So if you are ready to bring in more cash and clients over the next two weeks, head over to socialbusinessbosses.com forward slash MM challenge and let's get started.